Hello and welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Crazy to believe it, folks. The fall sports season is starting to wind down. Of course, girls golf a couple of weeks ago did wrap up. State cross country a week ago. And then we had sub-district action in volleyball this week. Playoffs for football has been in full swing. It has been a fast and furious fall sports season. As mentioned, we have a great show lined up for you. In classes D1 and D2, they started the playoffs on the football field. A handful of teams advanced on their road to Lincoln last week. And then on the road to Kearney, it begins this week in Class D6 as the six-man playoffs begin. State cross country took place last Friday, as I mentioned, and we have a state champ in the RPAC. And we have volleyball results and matchups for district finals this Saturday. We'll take a break and we'll be back with results. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Arapaho Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated here to serve Arapaho and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. We are continually innovating and evolving our therapy practices in order to give you the best individualized care. C Plus and Bertrand has everything you need when making a pit stop. Fill up your vehicle with Sinclair Fuel, and if you're running on empty, grab some Hunt Brothers Pizza or a Friel. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's take a look at some of the results from this past week. Reminder, you can find the RPAC Rundown results for each team on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We begin with volleyball. Sub-district play began on Monday evening and concluded on Tuesday. We begin with looking at Monday night. In the C211 sub-district, Southwest took on North Platte St. Pat's and won three sets to none. Southern Valley fell to South Loop three sets to none and ended their season. In the D19 sub-district, Alma fell to Loomis three sets to none. In the D111 sub-district, Cambridge defeated Highline three sets to none. Arapaho fell to Maywood Hayes Center as the Wolves were able to get the sweep three sets to none. In the D112 sub-district, Maxwell defeated Sand Hills Valley three sets to none. In the D28 sub-district, Bertrand lost to Brady in five sets, a tough battle there for the Vikings. Medicine Valley fell to Anselmo Myrna three sets to one, so both Bertrand and Medicine Valley seasons were ended on Monday night. In the D29 sub-district, Dundee County Stratton fell to Hitchcock County three sets to none. With Hitchcock County's win over Dundee County Stratton, they took on Wallace, but fell in four sets. As mentioned, the Wildcats beat Hitchcock County three sets to one. Paxton defeated Juanita Palisade three sets to one. Now taking a look at the results from Tuesday evening in sub-district play. In the C211 sub-district, Southwest defeated South Loop three sets to one. Cambridge defeated Maywood Hayes Center in the D111 sub-district. Cambridge advances to a district final. Maywood Hayes Center also will play in a district final via a wild card as they are the number three team in terms of power points. This was a tough battle for both teams. Head coach of the Trojans, Lauren Carpenter, talks about the match. So you went in four sets tonight, Lauren. Obviously that first set kind of a little bit rocky. How did you see your team adjust? Um, You know, they got a lot of their jitters out that first set. They were nervous. They were, you know, not passing like I know they're capable of passing and 
you know, they halfway through the game, they finally lit a little bit, a little bit of fire under their booties, and they decided, you know what, this is not how this game's going to end. We're not going to play like this. We're going to step it up a notch, and so they really just pulled it together themselves uh, during that first set and got us some momentum going into the second set, which was huge for us. Now, obviously, a huge part of the game is keeping the ball off the floor. You were talking about offense, but on the defensive side, it looked like you, your group really tightened up. They they sure did. We got some touches on the uh, on their attacks um, up at the net with our blocks and just. You know, Bailey, our libero, just placing herself on the court to pick up those balls. Um, Jalen, JC, Leah, all, every single one of them, they just really, they, they found an open spot, they worked for the ball, and they did a great job for us. In the D2-9 sub-district final, Wallace took down Paxton, three sets to one, to enter a district final. This is how it looks for district final matchups on Saturday. Number eight seated Wallace will take on number nine seated Stewart, and they will play in Broken Bow at 1.30 p.m. in the D28 district final. As mentioned, Maywood Hayes Center made a district final as the number three seed, and that match will be played in Maywood at 2 p.m. against the number 14 seeded Pleasanton Bulldogs in the D13 district final. Number two seeded Cambridge in the D12 district final will face number 15 seed Bancroft Rosalie. They will play at GICC in Grand Island at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. The number six seeded Southwest Rough Riders will play in Bartley at 3 p.m. against the 11 seed, which is Fullerton in the C2-6 district final. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll look at cross-country results and also our football rundown. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Flyaway Market, downtown Cambridge. A curated collection of women's clothing, children's goods, and things for your home. We are a family brand desiring to help you create the lifestyle you want to live. Let us help you tell your story. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown podcast. Last Friday, it was the state cross-country meet at the Country Club in Kearney. Let's dive into those results. For Alma, Griffin Stemper finished 44th with a time of 18 minutes, 32.1 seconds. As a team, they finished 17th with 157 points. On the girls' side of things for Alma, Harper Fennell finished 104th with a time of 25 minutes, 23.2 seconds. For Bertrand Loomis, the Wolf Kings had to make an adjustment heading into the state meet as Carter Horner went out with an injury. Coleman Langford stepped in to fill the role. Marcus Hernandez finished 39th with an 18-minute, 22.2-second finish. Wes Tromke finished 73rd with a time of 19 minutes, 9.2 seconds. As a team, the boys finished 15th with 135 points. For the Cambridge Trojan girls cross-country team, Brenna Detterding finished 29th with a time of 22 minutes, 0.2 seconds. Rachel Harris finished 74th with a time of 23 minutes, 23.8 seconds. As a team, they finished 15th with 122 points. For Medicine Valley, Cale Garrett finished 56th with a time of 18 minutes, 46.2 seconds. For Southwest, Cole Barnett finished 82nd with a time of 19 minutes, 29.2 seconds. For Paxton, Ryland Johns finished 87th with a time of 19 minutes, 43.6 seconds. For Wallace, Trey Robertson was named the Class D NSAA State Cross Country Champion. 
on Friday as he crossed the line with a time of 16 minutes, 38.7 seconds. For the Wallace girls, Ashley Robertson finished 33rd with a time of 22 minutes, 7.7 seconds. Congratulations to all the cross-country runners on a great season. We'll take a break, and then it's time for our football rundown. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Let's take a look at the happenings in week nine of the football season. We begin with the scores from last week. In the Class D1 first round of the playoffs, it was Nebraska Christian who was the number six seed in the first round who took down Alma 38 to 36. Number five seeded Highline beat Arapaho, the 12 seed, 52 to 16. Third seeded Neely Oakdale beat Cambridge, the number 14 seed, 70 to 22. Number two seeded Riverside beat Maxwell, who was the 15 seed, 55 to 12. In Class D2, it was the number one seed, Hitchcock County, beating the number 16 seed, Maywood Hay Center, 78 to nothing. Number four seeded Dundee County Stratton beat the number 13 seed, Axtell, 42 to eight. In Class D6, they wrapped up their regular season as Southwest beat Paxton in a thriller, 47 to 42. Arthur County took down Wallace, 71 to 40, and Brady beat Juanita Palisade, 30 to 22. Alma made the trip to Central City on Thursday for the first round of the Class D1 playoffs. The Cardinals found themselves down 32-16 entering the final quarter. Alma reeled off 20 points but couldn't convert the final two-point conversion to tie it up. Alma ends the year at 5-4. For Arapaho, they fell 52-16 against Highline. We will have more on that matchup as it was our RPAC rundown game of the week last week. Maxwell made the long journey to Spalding to play the Riverside Chargers. The Wildcats couldn't keep up with the Chargers' strong offensive attack. For Hitchcock County, they faced Maywood Hay Center in the first round of the Class D2 playoffs last Thursday. The Falcons started strong as they were up 64 to nothing at halftime. From there, they maintained their lead and pitched the shutout. After reseeding for the second round, the Falcons are the number two seed and they host number 15 seeded Humphrey St. Francis on Friday at 4 p.m. Dundee County Stratton hosted Axtell in the first round of the Class D2 playoffs. The Tigers did the bulk of their scoring in that first quarter to leave no doubt in the game. The Tigers are the number eight seed in the second round of the playoffs. They will play the number nine seed Johnson Brock on Friday in Binkelman at 2.30 p.m. Southwest battled Paxton on Thursday night to close out the regular season, 47-42 in Class D6. Mitchell Stritt had nine carries for 109 yards and two touchdowns. This Southwest Rough Rider team just has a lot of guys who can carry the rock for them. Southwest is the number 12 seed in the Class D6 playoffs, and they will take on Parkview Christian, the number 6 seed, on Friday. Wallace faced one of the very best teams in Class D6 on Friday evening as they fell to Arthur County 71-40. Wallace was led by Carson Gluns, once again with 129 yards and three touchdowns. 
Wallace will go to SEM as the number 16 seed, and they will play the top-seeded Mustangs on Friday. Juanita Palisade battled Brady in a must-win game for them to have a chance of getting into the playoffs. For the Broncos, they lost 30-22. They were led by Jackson Luttrell with 110 yards and two touchdowns. Their season ended at 3-5. Reminder, you can find all of the RPAC results for each of the teams in the RPAC on our website, bestboy-media.com, under the RPAC Rundown tab, and click RPAC Rundown Report. We will take a break, and when we come back, we'll go over last week's Game of the Week when Arapaho took on Highline in the first round of the Class D1 playoffs. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. Here at Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out our fall collection of t-shirts on the website at scoutsrecreation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It was a picture-perfect evening for football in Elwood last Thursday as the number 5-seeded Highline Bulls and the number 12-seeded Warriors of Arapaho battled in the first round of the Class D1 playoffs. These two teams faced off against one another earlier this season on September 30th, to be exact, as it was Highline who won 60-28. In this playoff matchup, it was the Bulls who won again this time 52-16. In the first quarter, it was a fight. Arapaho had their chances on their first couple of drives, but penalties and some errors forced them to give the ball to Highline. The Bulls got things started at the 2:15 mark in the first quarter as Riker Evans punched it in from inside 10 yards to make it 6 to nothing. That's what the score read at the end of the first quarter. In the second period, Highline distanced themselves from Arapaho as they scored a pair of touchdowns. At the 7:10 mark, it was quarterback Zach Whitaker from 6 yards out to make it 14 to nothing. Then at the 112 mark in the second period, Evans scored once again from a yard out to push the lead to 22 to nothing heading into halftime. In the third quarter, the Bulls scored once again, but the Warriors were able to counter at the 416 point in the third quarter. Grayson Kohler was able to scamper in from 12 yards out to make the gap a little bit smaller at 30 to 8. That was the score going into the fourth quarter. To start the fourth quarter, Arapaho had a golden opportunity to bring the deficit within two scores after forcing a Bulls turnover. But the Warriors turned it over on downs. Highline made a splash on a 57-yard touchdown run to advance the lead to 38-8. to Arapaho again had the ball, and then they fumbled it, and Highline scored, this time a 36-yard touchdown run from Trayton Evans. Arapaho was able to counter as Rafe Hill punched it in from five yards out, and the two-point conversion was good. The Bulls scored one more time to round out the game, this time on a five-yard pass from Whitaker to Evans to make it 52-16. The Bulls were led by Riker Evans and his 97 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Arapaho leaned on Rafe Hill. He had a nice evening with 100 yards and a touchdown. Arapaho ends the season at 4-5. and five. Highline is 8-1, they're the number 9 seed, and they will play number 8-seeded Elmwood Murdoch in the second round of the Class D1 state playoffs. Following last Thursday's game, had the opportunity to chat with head coach of the Arapaho Warriors, Dustin Kronhoffman, 
Here's what he had to say about the season. Well, Coach, obviously not the way you wanted it to go. Let's talk about the whole the season as a whole first. What did you think of your group this year? I mean, it was a it wasn't the season we wanted, that's for sure. We uh, we thought we'd be a little little bit better than that. We thought our younger guys would come along a little bit more, but um, you know they're young. They they grow at their own rate, and uh, we have to live with that. Now for next year, never want to look ahead right away, but you do return a good group of players. But let's talk about the seniors that are going to be leaving this this season. What did you get out of them throughout four years? I mean, our two captains, Dylan Ball and and Cooper Wen. And you can't say enough about those guys. Those guys were you know contributors um you know dylan started a game as a freshman when we had 11 guys and and cooper came in as a sophomore and played a lot of good ball for us and and those guys just worked their butts off in the weight room all the time and and they were leaders even last year and uh can't say enough about those guys love those two and um kyle elliott great kid worked his tail off ander came back this year and and he really did some good things for us that RPAC Rundown Game of the Week was brought to you by Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness, D&D Service, and Scouts Recreation. We'll take a break, and when we come back, it'll be time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week, which, of course, is brought to you by First Central Bank. We'll be back with that. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do, people who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. It's time to announce our Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. Member FDIC. Our Female Athlete of the Week is J.C. Kent of Cambridge. She had 23 kills in the Trojans' win in the D-111 Sub-District Final against Maywood Hayes Center. There was a lot of great volleyball played. Kent just had some timely kills and was the go-to force for the Trojans. Our male athlete of the week is a recipient of this award earlier this season, Trey Robertson of Wallace. You're going to get the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week if you are a state champion. In Class D state cross country, he ran a time of 16 minutes, 38.7 seconds. So congratulations to J.C. Kent of Cambridge and Trey Robertson of Wallace. Once again, we'd like to thank our great sponsor of the RPAC Rundown Athlete of the Week, Brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast on Saturday. Stay tuned for district final updates on the volleyball court. We will be at the D12 district final when Cambridge plays Bancroft Rosalie, but we will have social media updates throughout the day in the matches featuring Maywood Hay Center, Wallace, and Southwest. Those can be found on Facebook and on Twitter. For all of your RPAC needs, go to bestboy-media.com and click on the RPAC Rundown Report, and we have all that information for all the teams in the RPAC. Until next time, I'm Evan Jones, and thanks for tuning in to the RPAC Rundown Podcast.